What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Glock 9 Show. Now, first off, <laughs> first off, I just want to point out, thank you guys so much for reaching out. I know I, I think it was two weeks in a row we missed an episode. Uh, we've been extremely busy, like extremely busy with, with, you know, stuff going on. And it's been kind of, uh, it's been kind of um, hectic for me, uh, not sleeping well. Got a lot going on personally. Uh, we also have, we also have, um, you know, between working and family, we have we've had things, you know, really not go great, such as you know the fridge breaking, my wife's laptop, you know, going out. We had we we've had on top of all the other BS I've been dealing with, we had to deal with all this other stuff. So it's been pretty pretty uh, frustrating, uh, you know, personally. Uh, it's just been one of those things where you roll with the punches, you know, just, just roll with it and, you know, keep going. So, you know, I appreciate everyone that reached out and say, Hey, why was there no, no episode? Also, not, not only was there no episode, I didn't even post anything about there not going to be an episode on my Twitter page. So, uh, <laughs> I apologize for that. I do. I do. But I do appreciate, appreciate you guys reaching out. Um, now first things first, people keep asking me about streaming. Uh, along with what I just said, uh, we've had a lot of things, you know, kind of, you know, not go great. So I haven't really been in the mood to stream. But when we, we have when we have been streaming, uh, when we have been streaming, we've been uh, we've been um, what do you call it? Uh, multi streaming. Sorry, I just totally blanked on it. We have been multi streaming. Uh, I'm trying, we're almost there. If you guys can follow my TikTok, if you guys are on TikTok, uh, at Glock nine F B, uh, G L O C K N nine N E F B like football. <laughs> um, yeah, we're trying to get, uh, to 3000 followers. We're at like 2600 at the time of this recording. So if we hit 3000 followers, we can actually start multi-streaming as well to TikTok. So we've been streaming to YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, kick. Um, I think, that's, I think that's it right now. I can't figure out how to do Instagram and, and Twitter without having to pay for a higher subscription, and I can't really do that right now. So, um, it's been going pretty good when we do stream. Uh, it's it's nice seeing people from other from other you know platforms coming to say hi. I haven't talked to in a while because that's that's the platform they cho- they choose to to watch. I mean, I to this day still don't know why people are really into um. Why they're really into Facebook gaming, you know? Not really, you know, I know I've seen a lot of streamers starting to move over and go somewhere else. So I'm not entirely sure exactly, you know, what's going on with that platform. But people keep asking about Kick. I know I I talked about it a little bit on a former podcast. I said I was going to try it out. So my personal opinion on on Kick is, and this is just my personal opinion. Uh, every platform, and I, I say this all the time. Every single platform uh, is extremely hard to grow on. Uh, Kick seems to be the same way. Um, I think their main... So, like, Trovo... Trovo, uh, what was it called? They had... They had... um, What was it? Like, mobile gamers, I guess you say. COD Mobile. Um, So, they... They had 
that was like their main community was mobile gamers. That was like the number one thing that they that they ended up uh you know basically running with. So Kick has been a lot of the gambling stuff. If you go on Kick, there's a lot of gamblers on there. There's a lot of uh you know people doing slots and all that kind of stuff. So they um it's it, you know i racing only has like two maybe three people live at the same time and and then like same thing with if i play wow there's only like two or three streamers that are on there so it's very very small uh community you you would think that'd be easier to get found but there's not many people going on kick to watch that kind of content which is also again one of the reasons why uh one of the reasons why I personally choose to, you know, I haven't really been streaming because the only things I've been playing lately, I've been playing a little bit of Harry Potter here and there, but I haven't had much time, you know, to really ad get farther advanced in that because I've been so hooked on iRacing and World of Warcraft. Like I'm, I'm like as addicted as ever of World of Warcraft right now, like to the point where I actually made an alt and I don't usually play alts. Like I, I the last like, you know, eight eight years I've been playing WoW. I only have one character. I log on a couple of times a week, but now I am I have my main character. I'm still playing, and then I have an alt tank. So it's like you know I have a, that's a lot of time invested. And then with iRacing, racing, I make sure I play every Friday uh, and or every Monday and Friday Saturday are the, are the three days that I play. I I play that. Everything else has been World of Warcraft, and those are two games. As somebody that you know, I mean, I personally enjoy watching people play iRacing racing a little bit here and there, but. I, I won't usually sit there for a whole entire race because uh, it is extremely hard to talk to people. World of Warcraft is like the opposite. It's very easy to talk to someone while they're playing World of Warcraft. But when, you know, it, it's, you know, even me as someone who's been playing World of Warcraft since the day it released, it's um, not exactly, in my opinion, exciting to watch unless you're watching someone do like some really like intense content, like in mythic raiding or something like that. It's not a great entertaining game to to watch, you know, regardless of how big of a fan you are. I mean, I hear, I hear that all the time. But so the games I've been playing have not been super entertaining. So I haven't really felt the need to really stream, knowing that even though we're multi-streaming, we're only going to get people to come in, that come in and say, hey, what's up, dude? How you doing? And they just dip. And it's like this. Again, that's fine. It's fine if people do that. But at the same time, it's like it's very... It gets very upsetting when you're sitting there for you. Know, I talked about this many times, you know, recently when you're sitting there for about 45 minutes to an hour and nobody has said a single word. It's it's very demoralizing. It's very upsetting. And you get down on yourself. And it's like, dude, like I've. You know, you keep thinking back to the times where you, you couldn't keep up with chat. Now, it, you know, you, it's like you're begging someone to, to talk to you, you know, and then also with all the things I got going on and I'm in my own head, it just it doesn't help. So. I've been just taking, you know, my gaming time, you know, private and just kind of enjoying myself. So that's basically where I've been at. That's basically why I haven't been streaming that much. That much. I, I've been streaming like what? Once every, I'd say every two days on average. Like I'll stream. I'll say, I'll probably see you guys tomorrow. And then something, something happens. I get home, I get home late or the kids are acting up that day. And, you know, well, just like today, I was going to stream today. But, you know, it just finally stopped raining uh, where I live. And I went, I was like, you know what? And the, the rain stopped. We're going to have like three or four days of no rain. I really, really, really need to mow the grass or mow the lawn, you know, because it's like a freaking jungle out in my front yard because it's been raining so much. Uh, 
So I went to go do that, and my freaking lawnmower broke. So I was spending most of my day trying to fix the lawnmower. Instead, I had to drive over to my parents' house, borrow my parents' lawnmower, bring it back here, mow the lawn, and then get it back. And I just wasn't in the mood to stream. Just like I was almost in the, in the mood not to record another podcast, but I was like, dude, I got, I have to. Like, I, I really need to sit down and talk about this stuff, <laughs> you know? And then I've been getting some DMs from you guys about certain subjects that have come up recently. So we're going to we're gonna get into a couple, uh, basically two of those there's something I want to talk about. We haven't been able to meet up with the dads and gaming crew in a minute. We've all been busy. Um, I'm going to have the same conversation with them, but there was something that, that was brought up recently and we're going to get into, a, you know, I know some of you guys love it. Some of you guys hate it, but we're going to talk about a little bit of politics and we're going to talk about a subject we haven't talked about in a little while. So uh, we're going to talk about, we're going to get into that. You know, we're going to see if we can get the warning symbols on Spotify again. Uh, but, but yeah, so it's just been, been one heck of a roller coaster the last couple weeks so i appreciate you guys bear with me and you guys checking in and you know seeing what's going on it, it really does mean a lot so thank you guys um now what we're going to talk about today is i think the the most dm thing to me within the last couple of weeks was talking there's two two different topics one supposedly they're trying they're now like all these years later uh, or I will work it all these months later. Um, they're now basically saying that the you old know, COVID came from the lab. And then the other, the other one was January 6th, you know, and the videos that were released of that, they're very weird. Uh, and I'll, I'll explain that to you guys in, in just a minute, but I want, I want to get, get a little backstory on a little bit of this because, uh, anyone that knows, uh, the history of dads in gaming, we started that podcast about it had to have been almost a year before I started this podcast. And the reason I started this podcast and didn't just keep doing just as in gaming is because of the consistency of how hard it is to run a podcast with three people who all have kids and have jobs. And it's just, it's too hectic um, to try and get all three guys together, which is fine. Not complaining whatsoever. Don't, don't get that twisted. Um, but what I'm getting at is, uh, when we started that podcast, cause I went back and looked at some of these, uh, we started that podcast about four weeks or five weeks before all the lockdowns due to COVID. And we, yeah, I know that because episode four was literally us explaining like what we've been doing during this whole lockdown thing. I went back to my old YouTube channel and I found that episode when we used to do video, uh, which we don't do anymore. It's all audio only. But uh, I remember, you know, I, I was so I was listening to that episode when we were first ever for a like, first ever discussing COVID, right? And you know, I, I must, yeah, I must say, Octane, myself, uh, Goldie. We have come so far from those episodes. And, and, and what I mean by that is we were so afraid and, you know, they may disagree, but they, we were so afraid to actually tell our true feelings of how we felt about the whole thing. We were trying to be sensitive to it and it, 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 
it wasn't uh, how we uh, you hear us talk now. We were worried about offending people. We were worried about this, about that. And, you know, I go back and listen to it. I'm like, dude, like, if we heard ourselves saying this stuff, like nowadays, we'd be like, oh, you you pansy, all this other stuff. And it, it, it just made me laugh that we were in the brunt of this thing. And, and you can tell around, like I was listening to some of those episodes back, you can tell about the time that we... uh we started realizing like, Hey, something's up, dude. Like you can tell around the time that we we, we were all kind of, okay. I don't want to say we all cause you know, Octane hang out, hung on to it a lot longer than, you know, me and Goldie, it, you know, but it was, um, it was basically, I think I was the first one, uh, that kind of called, Kind of called it like what it is and said this is kind of like not BS, but this is this is something's not right, right? Okay, like something's not right, something's up. I don't know what it is, but something doesn't feel right whenever we're talking about this now. Like, I and this is like months later, and you know, and then you had gold, you know, so it, it got to the point where uh, Octane was all serious about it, uh, believed you know, basically believed everyone should get vaccinated no matter what. Goldie was like, it's your decision. And I'm sitting there like, nah, F that, bro. Like, he ain't making me do this. I'll lose my job over it. I don't care. Like, yeah, that's that's how I was. And that's how I, I would still be today if we were going through it. But, you know, we're sitting there and we're having discussions. And I was listening to some of the podcasts I had. You know, I had some people on my show. And we were kind of like discussing. And in some of these podcasts, we were discussing. Um what's it called uh we were talking about covid and you could tell the difference of opinion but the thing was everyone started getting this this idea that like something's not right and you know and so here we are you know here we are after all this like all you know you you look back at it and you see the right you know see the writing on the walls is is the term that i would want to use that something's not right all of a sudden now they're talking about uh covid is um likely came from that lab that we were we were being told there's no possible way there's there's no way it came from that lab you're a conspiracy theorist you're you're stupid blah 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 and now here we are and i have an actual article that is basically saying it's it's not okay let me point out before anyone gets all crazy ideas it's not exactly saying um it came from this lab it's saying that the the conversation has shifted, okay? I'm going to read this article to you, or part of it, okay? It's actually from the Wall Street Journal. It says, lab leak most likely origin of COVID-19 pandemic, the Energy Department says. So the, the, the article says, the U.S. Energy Department was concluded that the COVID pandemic most likely arose from a laboratory leak. According to a classified intelligence report recently provided to the White House and key members of Congress, the shift by the Energy Department, which previously was undecided on how the virus emerged and uh, is noted in an update uh, to a 2021 document by director of national intelligence um, the new report highlights how different parts of the intelligence community have arrived at, at, at disparate uh, judgments about how the pandemic's origin started the energy department now joins the federal bureau of investigation who nobody should trust right now um, in saying that the virus likely spread via a mishap at a Chinese laboratory. 
Uh, four other agencies, along with national intelligence panels, still judge that it was most likely the result of a natural transmission, and two are undecided. The Energy Department's conclusion is the result of new intelligence and is significant because the agency has considerable scientific expertise and oversees a network of U.S. national laboratories, some of which conduct advanced biological research. The Energy Department made its judgment with low confidence. According to the people who have read the classified report, the FBI previously came to the conclusion that the pandemic was likely the result of a lab leak in 2021 with moderate confidence and still holds this view. The FBI employs a, a cadre of microbiologists and immunologists and other scientists and is supported by the National Bioforensic Analyst Center, which was established at Fort Detrick uh, in 2004 to analyze anthrax and other poss possible uh, biological threats. U.S. officials declined to give details on the fresh intelligence and analysts that led to the Energy Department to change its position. They added that while the Energy Department and FBI each say an unintended lab leak is most likely, they arrived at those conclusions for different reasons. Uh, the updated document underscores how intelligence officials are still putting together the pieces of on how COVID-19 emerged. More than 1 million Americans have died um, in the pandemic that began over three years ago. The National Intelligence Council, which conducts long-term strategic analysis in four agencies, which officials declined to identify, still assess with low confidence that the virus came about through natural uh, transmission from an infected animal, according to the updated report. So, you know, this thing goes on for a long time. I could read this whole thing to you, but then I would have no time to put my own two cents in. So basically, you know, so what they're saying right there, I'm going to stop there because they said, you know, it's a low confidence level that it came from uh natural natural it wasn't natural right they're saying it's now it's they're saying with higher medium confidence it came from uh you know a lab leak but i remember when we first started talking about a lab leak when that that first broke out because you know literally like literally um you know, there's a lab in Wuhan called the 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 COVID the COVID Laboratory of Wuhan or something like that. I don't I don't remember the exact name. Don't quote me on that. But it's it, it's the fact that your your lab, which is right there where the, the the virus started, right there in Wuhan, where you have the the COVID lab, like. And you're going to sit here and say that that's far-fetched. That, that, that never. That's around the time. There, there's so. There's two two times that um, you know, COVID basically is when I was like, okay, enough's enough. Okay, um, was number one was when my father-in-law died. Um, I was extremely upset. I was um very pissed off. I guess you could say about the whole situation, um, because because of the wasted time uh I, it was it was all wasted time because you know he you know when COVID first started we weren't allowed to go anywhere near him we weren't allowed to go anywhere near him um he had to keep his distance he didn't like it we didn't like it but you know it was he was diagnosed with cancer the week before um the week before we were all locked down um, and you know, that hurt. I will say that hurt, uh, really, really bad. Um, and then he ended up getting sick. I, yeah, I've told the story on here m multiple times. 
But what made me the most mad was the fact that we missed that time with him. That that's what really got to me about the whole entire thing. That that's what that's what really got to me. Was the fact that we couldn't spend that time with him. You know. Um I don't really know exactly uh, how else to say it, but it was, it's one of those things where you go back and you think of, you know, on his birthday, we had to stand across the street with a sign that said happy birthday instead of, instead of going and telling him happy birthday and hanging out with him, even though he, he didn't really celebrate birthdays. It was the fact that we were all locked up. We couldn't we couldn't um spend time with each other. You know, but you know, you had uh politicians going to baseball games and having dinner. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh and here we are not able to spend time with our own family member. Um, you know, and then everyone know, I think everyone knows the story now about how I Got really upset at the hospital when they went. They didn't want to let my mother-in-law in. They didn't want to let her in uh, because of COVID. I'm like, do they live together? They came here together, and then you're not gonna let her in? What? You know. So and there's a lot that goes into that. You know, my hatred towards the whole thing. But and you and you see, you know, you said you see the um, the shift in narrative. Uh, for example, one thing I did want to talk about, I'm kind of rambling at the moment, but you know, cause I don't know what, what, what order I wanted to go in, but, um, you know, I had you know, during this time, you, you know, you start, you started to see people, the way they treat people really start to shift, right? At first, everyone's just in the house. Everyone's worried about this virus, all this other stuff. And then basically what happened was people started like. All right, dude, enough's enough, man. Like, you know, we got to get back to work. We got to, you know, I'm tired of not seeing my friends or my family. This is ridiculous. And um, basically what they had to do, in my opinion, was like, okay, crap. We got like half the country divided right now to distract them. We should make them fight each other. And, you know, basically tell the one side, you know, basically tell the one side that they're, they're, they're not making any sense. And then they had the other side, basically you're trying to scare them saying like, Oh, the people that don't believe this are trying to kill you and they can be infected and all this other stuff. And, and you know, so everyone was now it turned from basically just being afraid of the virus to being afraid of another person. Cause you're being told that they're going to give it to you. And that's, you know, that caused a huge divide to the point where, um, you know, I had, I've had friends, I never notice unless somebody points it out or it just, I just happened to one day come across their page cause I still follow them. And then I realized that, they, you know, they don't, they don't follow me. I've, I've recently had this conversation with, with, with somebody where it, it would take me forever to figure out that someone unfollowed me on social media and I really don't care. It, it doesn't bother me in the least. And the, and the reason I'm saying that is cause, um, you know, People have been telling me recently, like, oh, so-and-so unfollowed me, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Like, literally, I have no... Dude, I've said this before. My mom can unfollow me on social media. I wouldn't care. My wife can unfollow me on social media. I wouldn't care. 
social media doesn't make you friends. It doesn't make you family. It doesn't make you not family. It doesn't make you not, you know, friends. Um, I have a really close friend that I grew up with who she hates seeing anything that I post pretty much. Like if I ever do post uh, anything and she doesn't follow me on any social media, I still talk to her all the time. Um, doesn't make you friends. Doesn't make you not friends. And then I've had family. I've had many family members delete me off of social media literally because I'm unvaccinated. Uh, that's the whole reason for them unfollowing me is, you know, it's like, I'm sorry. I didn't know I was going to give you the virus through Facebook or maybe, you know, I don't know, but that's, it's, it's literally what has happened, um, recently with certain people. Uh, and they, there's, here we are in 2023 and people still believe, um, this is the deadly thing. And unvaccinated people are, are less, Unless protected that you're you're less likely to get it from a vaccinated person than an unvaccinated person. But also, do you guys realize how much is like it's gone away? And you can't sit there and tell me because everyone's vaccinated. Because there's so many people out there that are not vaccinated. But like, we literally don't even like it's it's like it's gone now. Like you really didn't. that's why I haven't, I haven't brought it up in recent weeks until this whole thing came up with it. Now they're trying to get the real answers of the origin of it. But it's crazy how like it literally got to a point where you could not talk to somebody without it coming up. And that would piss me off because I, 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 I would hate seeing somebody after not seeing them for months and you spend the first hour talking about COVID. I was so tired of hearing about it. You know, I literally said I, I'm basically never wearing a face mask again unless I go to the doctor's office. Yeah, and people disagree with me on that one. I've always, you know, you're going to the doctor's office. People are sick. Like, wear a mask. Like, it's not a matter. Yeah, I don't, don't want to get into the whole thing, but also the whole reason for going to the doctor's office is, you know, because you're sick. If you're sick, you wear a mask yourself so you don't be coughing everywhere. It's not so much so. This it's you know, it's way different than you know COVID itself. Especially when you grab a you know, one of those boxes of face masks and on the back it says does not protect from transmission of COVID because now they lie lie liably have to put that. Because then people are going to be like, well, I wore a mask, never took it off. How did I get COVID? And, you know, now it, has, it actually says, it actually says, uh, does not protect against the virus. So, uh, you know, but anyways, so back to this whole thing. But so you, you, we found this out, right? This was a big conspiracy that everyone was talking about with COVID coming from a lab and people calling you conspiracy theorists, people calling you crazy, people calling you all this stuff, right? And... You know, now here we are. Now I'm not sitting. I'm not going to sit here and say that this is this is 100 true or anything like that. But here we are, still discussing it on something that was supposed to be set in stone, never happened. And here we are, like, yeah, maybe it it could have, maybe possibly. You know, that's ba that's basically what what we're saying. We're we're not saying it, it did happen. But we're not. But we're not saying it didn't happen, right? So. So um, now the other th the other big controversy, uh, and I, I I did a whole podcast on this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna just few few little points here. January sixth, I can't remember the year. I was in, uh, I think it's 2021. January sixth, 2021. You know, I was home that day, uh, and I was actually watching on I um I think I was playing um. I was playing Apex at the time, and I had my other two monitors. I had my 
my top monitor on Donald Trump's speech that he was giving, and I had the other one on C-SPAN. I was watching the, the proceedings take place at the same time. And all of a sudden, during you know, he just he's just getting ready to finish his speech, right? And all of a sudden, you start seeing like the cameras on C-SPAN cut to the main lobby, and you know, I saw a bunch of people inside. My first initial reaction, I'm like, "Holy crap, dude! They actually got inside the Capitol building." Um, like, what's going on? But and you can hear the audio, and I, I always, I wish I was like screen recording or something, but I remember very distinctly that people were saying do not destroy anything we're here to protest peacefully and like literally people were just walking in a single file line it looked like they were in line at disneyland like they were all lined up nobody was stealing anything no one was breaking anything and then all of a sudden it just cuts away um kind of back to the to the room that they were in and then you see all the politicians being ushered out of the room and then all of a sudden all the screens go black and that's it then you're finding out on social media, on the news, everywhere that there's a violent protest at, at, at the Capitol building. It's the worst thing ever. Um, you know, uh, all, all these different stories, right? And then, you know, it, it. I remember thinking to myself, like, okay, I saw them storm the Capitol. I saw them get inside. But what I saw was 100% peaceful, even though I do disagree with them, you know, going in the way they did uh, at first glance. So, you know, the way that they were trying to sell it was too aggressive. That's the, that, that's the problem I took with it. The way they were trying to spin it, like, literally, you can go look it up. Politicians have literally called January 6th, the storm, them storming the Capitol building, the biggest attack on our democracy since, or it's even worse than 9-11. I want to make sure I get that quote right. That literally January 6th is worse than September 11th. And that is the most asinine comment that I've ever, ever, ever heard or read in my entire life. That you literally think people protesting at the Capitol building, where they even lied about the police officer that died. Um, I, I, I could be 100% wrong on this. I do know that no, no officers died at the Capitol building, like on the grounds of the Capitol building. There was one that supposedly committed suicide at home, and the only person that died was Ashley Babbitt. And you can see she literally gets basically executed by that by that officer. She's hopping through a window. She was originally asking for help. And as soon as she hopped through the window, the dude shot her like right in the neck. Like basically execution style when you watch the video. The only person that died at the Capitol building was a protester. Um, no cops died there. There were altercations that you can see on video. But now here we are in 2023, like two, over over two years later. Um, and now we're finally getting the, the footage out. Like we're finally, so there's always rumors about, uh, Capitol police supposedly were asking for extra backup for that day. There were, there was a bunch of, um, the requests during the day, throughout the day, asking for more backup because it was a bigger crowd than they expected. Um, now with that being said, you know, it was always a conspiracy theorist. Oh, if you don't think that this was, you know, from Trump or, you know, he didn't, he started, he, if you think he didn't start this, you're a racist bigot and you're a conspiracy theorist and all this other stuff. If you, if you didn't 100% condemn it as the worst act ever, you were, you know, even if you questioned it, you were a conspiracy theorist. I mean, it, it, that's basically what it was. And now 
we see these videos and these videos are mind blowing. You gotta, I mean, seriously, you gotta go watch these videos that they finally released. Like everyone knows of the, uh, what do they call him? The MAGA shaman or the, the, the January 6th shaman, the, the dude, the stupid dude, with, like the Viking helmet and the, it's, it's it, the dude's ridiculous. Um, you literally see them open the door, Capitol police open the door for the man and literally looks like they're giving him a guided tour of the Capitol building. They're walking from room to room, letting him take selfies. And it's like, what the heck? And and this is not with a big crowd there at any moment. They could have arrested him. They could have done anything. No, they're walking him around the building. Like, not just from one room to another room. They're going through like the chambers. They're going through the, all the hallways that by themselves and like laughing and joking with him. And it's like, okay, like, you know, originally people were trying to say that like, they weren't the Capitol police were like not arresting anybody because they didn't want to cause a bigger scene. Like if, if they tried to arrest somebody, like everyone would start trying to beat on the cops. That way the, the dude wouldn't get arrested. Uh, and all these different theories of why they weren't arresting him. But then keep, you know, keep going. There's other videos of them opening doors for other people. Not just that dude, not just the shaman dude. Uh, they're opening doors for, they, they let, they let them in. You know, we're, we're sitting here thinking that they're climbing walls and breaking windows and breaking their way into the Capitol building. They were let in there. Like you can see it. So now supposedly we have another quote unquote conspiracy theory. That 100% looks like it's being proven that the conspiracy theorists were right. Um, you know, that this was, this was something other than what we're being told. Uh, for like example, we were being told that um, this all started because of Trump's speech when he said you got to fight like hell. Uh, we all know that that wasn't part of it. You know, uh, that had nothing to do with it because... Uh, I I, get, I always give this example, uh, and the reason I do is because I've been to Washington D.C. before, so I know exactly what it's like to be there. If you knew where Donald Trump was having his um, having his rally, they were about I won't, I can't remember the exact mileage right this second, but uh, they were about a couple miles away to where it would have. It's a it's a pretty lengthy walk to the Capitol building. Uh, from where they were, okay? Keep that in mind. He wasn't even done with his speech yet, and they were already having an issue at the Capitol building. That's that's where it started getting really fishy for me, was like, okay, well, they already have an issue going on over there. What do you, what do you mean? What do you mean that he he basically caused the whole thing? Like, you act like he basically said, um, you're, you act like he basically said, you know, go, go storm the Capitol building right now. And then they all marched over there and went and stormed it. No, no, no. He was still in the middle of a speech while they were having an issue at the Capitol building. Uh, there's also times that they were asking, um, when Ted Cruz was asking the FBI director, if any FBI agents were involved and it should have been a simple no as an answer. She kept saying, we, I can't answer that. And he has classified information. Just say no. Cause obviously there's something else going on. You know, and one of the one of the DMs I got about these two subjects about about the COVID lab and then also about uh, the January sixth videos is how are people not 
you know, out of all the things that we protest over and all the things that we get in uproars about, start movements about, how are you not in an uproar over this entire thing? Like, how are you not um, looking at this? Like, okay, we were lied to. Like, this is ridiculous. We we were lied to. And, you know, I, I mean, I look at it like, huh, knew that. I already knew that. You know, I, I really don't care because I already knew. You know, it's like I've been getting told I'm an idiot for I don't know how long because, you know, I've, I've already known this. This is not new to me. But to other people, this is, this is, you know, you would feel betrayed and, you know, you, you would be upset about it. Like, dude, I, dude, I got into it with so many people because I was told this, this, and this, and now it's basically proven that it was wrong, that this didn't really happen the way they said it did. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm not sitting there saying that every single person was innocent. Like, okay, for example, uh, one of my greatest examples of January 6th was I hate Nancy Pelosi. I can't stand her. She's probably one of my, you know, top. she's easily in my top three list of people I dislike in politics. Um, still, you cannot go in the Capitol building and, and, and break into her office and go through her mail and, and on her computer. That is against the law. 100%. It's not, you know, yes, the Capitol building is owned by the people. Uh, or it should be ran by the people. They basically work for us. Um, 100% agree. Uh, at the same time, though, you, you can't just walk in there and, and start going through her mail and all this other stuff. I mean, that kind of stuff. And then, the, you know, the, the vandalism that did, that, that did happen uh, by some of them, you know, you should be held accountable for. There's, there's a big difference. Uh, but, there, you know, the problem is here we are again. Like I was just saying, we're two years later. There's people that are still in jail for just being inside the building. Like, you, I mean, imagine you're standing outside the building and you're protesting that everyone's going in. You know what? I'm going to walk in there, too. And just they were they were literally arresting people who've been in jail for two years for just strictly, quote unquote, trespassing. They didn't break anything. They didn't vandalize anything. They didn't, you know, death threats or nothing. They just happened to walk in because the, the rest of the crowd was walking in. And these people are still in jail. And uh, last I was looking, I was reading an article that a lot of these people were in like, they're deemed to be terrorists. They're, they call them, they're calling them terrorists and they're in a maximum security uh, isolated from, from other people, which is probably good because a lot of these people don't belong in jail anyways. I'll be eaten alive in some of these places. But at the same time, you're being treated like an actual terrorist. And that to me, most of what happened that day was not a terroristic threat. They want you to believe that by saying it's worse than 9-11, which is it still appalls me whenever I see every, you know, the last couple of years, the last two years, politicians posting that. You look at the videos of January 6th that they first released and then go look at videos of 9-11. If you really think that January 6th was worse, you have a serious issue. A ser serious issue, man. Um... But no, but it's true though. Like how how is how are people, in my personal opinion, not starting to like wake up and get pissed off, like about this whole entire thing? Um, you know, if you you know again for me, it's different because I feel like you're just getting that little vindication that like, dude, I, I I've been saying this for two or three years and I was called all these names. You know, I, I, I called it, you know, like one of my favorite things 
when I was, I, I, I remember I heard this in an episode. Uh, me and Goldie were joking about COVID. Um, we were talking about like common denominators of deaths and COVID. And me and Goldie were like, man, we got to lose some weight because one, one of the top, uh, one of the top things is being overweight. That's one, you know, having asthma, a pre-existing like lung condition, uh, asthma, and being overweight are one of the worst things for you if if you end up getting COVID. And they never talked about it. They never talked about the overweight thing. But yet here we have everybody locked down, literally doing nothing all day but door dashing. Like I don't know how much door dash I ate. That's why I gained so much weight during during the pandemic. I was doing good. I was losing a bunch of weight before the pandemic. I was I think I was um I was below like two forty. I was doing really good. And then all of a sudden the pandemic hit and just every single day streaming on Mixer and DoorDash every single day. And we gained so much freaking weight, dude. And the uh, and then, um, but no. So now all of a sudden the other day I'm watching NASCAR. This is like two weeks ago. I'm watching NASCAR. You guys may have seen it, but now they have a commercial out there talking about if you get COVID, uh, I had COVID and I'm overweight. Oh no, like that's being overweight is one of the worst things that could happen when you have COVID. It's like, seriously, like now you're saying this all these years later, like now you're going to, now you're going to bring this up after you, you, you didn't bring it up before. Like why? It's fun to say. It's it's fun to joke, kind of joke about Like I was literally having this conversation with somebody, you know, the other day at work, it's kind of fun to joke about. Uh, when you say like, you know, I need new conspiracies because all the all the old ones came true. Like, it's kind of funny, but it's also sad at the same time. Because in reality, a lot, like, okay, for example, like now they're giving for COVID, they, you know, uh, on some occasions they're giving ivermectin. Um, and some of the medicines that they were saying, you know, were not good. Like the whole controversy with Joe Rogan. Um, they were they were basically saying it's not safe. It's the horse dewormer, blah, 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 blah. And now here we are, and it's becoming a normal thing to uh, prescribe to somebody that actually ends up getting COVID. When we were yet we were attacking people for wanting to do this years ago, and then the, then the, the defense is well, there wasn't enough research to conclude that that was actually safe to give as uh, an early on medicine. Okay, but you pushed the vaccine to the entire seven billion population world with no testing at the same time either. So what's your justification for that? There's just as much testing on ivermectin, which ivermectin was around for, I don't know how many years. Uh, it's won awards and all this other stuff. And there's been, you know, like billions of doses given out that it's safe and all this other stuff. But you know, that's not safe. But then out of nowhere here, we just, we just within a year, we came up with a vaccine that you and your children need to take, or you're going to lose your jobs and this and that, blah, 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 with no testing. How does that make any sense? It never made sense to me. And now it's coming up again. Now it's coming up again. You know, like for example, you know, I know people that 100% believed in the vaccine, but they want to give it to their kids. Why? If you think it's safe for you, why is it not safe for your kid? They did just as much testing with kids as they did as they did for adults. Well, now you know. Then now we're having the discussion, I'm um, you know about the whole people. Now you're, it's a normal thing. It's like unfortunately a normal occurrence. 
people having heart attacks and having, you know, heart issues at a young age. Um, and now I just read an article the other day. Um, I think I want to say it was, uh, came out of the New York times or the Washington post, one of the two, um, basically saying that it need, basically they're not saying, I want to make this clear. They're not saying that's happening, but now people are saying are getting worried and they actually want them to actually look into like, is this true? Is this happening? Because now people are getting worried about the entire the, the entire thing because you know it's becoming such a common occurrence that people you know young people are having heart issues and they're actually now some people some scientists and some doctors are believing that yes there there is a side effect to the vaccine with with heart issues you know no one can say for sure uh, I'm not going to sit here and say for sure but. It's something that we were concerned about two years ago and we were we were basically told that we're selfish and and conspiracy theorists and we don't care about other people all this other stuff and now here we are again two years later and now they're calling for more research and more data and 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 not releasing all the documents of the trials uh that that, that they did during the during um before they pushed this vaccine to the entire world it's it's getting to the point where I really agree with this person's DM of how are how are people not you know starting a movement about this about how bad our government's doing how bad and I'm not just talking about the Oval Office and and the president you know he doesn't even know where he is every day um, but you know he goes all the way down from the Senate to you know the House and you know even lo- you know locally. Um, how bad everything is getting. I mean, we're giving so much money to other countries to basically fund a war. Uh, we're, we're basically undeniably probably going to get into one uh, because we can't keep our, our nose out of it. Uh, you know, everyone's like, oh, well, they're part of NATO. They're part of NATO. I get that. But how come we're the only ones that are basically helping fund this war? Basically, it, it's, it's like when two people are about to fight and you're the one sitting there egging it on and then all of a sudden they end up turning on you because... They don't really, they don't really want to fight that much, but you're the one egging it on. That's, I mean, that's kind of the, the example I give, you know, it's like eventually, you know, we're basically pushing Ukraine to fight, you know, and then we're going to piss off their, you know, the, the other person that's going to end up coming to us because they realize that we're the ones supplying everything, you know, and then we're giving them all this money while yet we're bleeding. We're going into more and more debt. And then we, we, we got all this, you know, all this stuff going on with confusing children with pronouns and, and, you know, all that whole entire thing. We got, uh, just cities rampant with crime and homelessness and, and you know, it, it's, it's gotten so bad. I, I have a buddy recently that went to, um, and I know you're going to think I'm talking about you and he the person knows who I'm talking to. I have a buddy that went to San Francisco to go to, he went to a concert. Yeah. See, uh, <laughs> no, my buddy went to a concert in San Francisco and he hasn't been there in about, I want to say like five or six years. He said he got there and there was literally homeless people. Um, <laughs> I know I like how I paused. I made it sound really bad, No, but there was homeless people everywhere. Um, he witnessed, he witnessed one of the homeless people literally taking a, taking a dump in on like off a curb on the middle of a busy street. 
there was a couple of homeless people that were passed out or I should say blacked out um, outside of the concert. Uh, one of them actually had, I have a picture of it um, somewhere in my phone. I got my text messages. Uh, the, one of them was passed out or blacked out with a needle in his arm right there in front of everybody. Uh, there was a, apparently they weren't there for it, but I guess someone, that, one of their friends that knows a friend, um, they got robbed at gunpoint outside of the concert. And this is all in one night that they saw all this stuff. So what else happens in that city? That's why I won't, I won't go. You know, we've, we've talked about going to San Francisco and going to the pier and then maybe Alcatraz. Okay. For example, I love Alcatraz of the history of it and everything, but I have never actually been there and it's always been in my backyard. I, I won't go. I will not go to San Francisco anymore because when I flew into San Francisco, uh, one of the times I came back from Texas, it was so bad. Um, it was so bad, like on just on BART, uh, basically our, our version of a subway. If you guys don't know what BART is, um, it, it was so bad. Like the city's even worse. And I'm like, Dude, I'm not trying to deal with all that. I already don't like cities. I, I've always always hated going to the city um but yeah i won't i won't go i will not go to san francisco uh regardless of whatever's going on so i'm like i don't even know when i'm gonna go to alcatraz one of these days you know because i don't want to i don't want to go to the city <laughs> i really don't it's so bad every the last couple of times i've gone is it's it's like you don't you don't feel safe and you really realistically you shouldn't feel safe with everything that's going on over there uh, but it's so it's, it's not just San Francisco though. Obviously, I'm picking on them because it's it's in my backyard. But it's, it's like every major city right now is going through this huge, huge crime spree. And it's like, what is everyone supposed to do about it? That's that's the way I kind of look at it. Like, what do you expect people to do about it? You know, it's like you know we can't do anything. It's supposed to be the politicians like. For example, Walgreens has moved. Uh, if you guys know what Walgreens is, it's like a little, like, not department store with, I can't remember what you exactly call it. You get med medicine there. And it's a little convenience store, um, oversized convenience store. Uh, Walgreens moved a lot of their a lot of their stores out of San Francisco because they basically made it to where if you steal anything lower, like less than like $500, they won't arrest you. You can, and there's videos you can find of people literally walking inside of Walgreens or CVS or one of these stores with trash bags and taking all the medicine, taking all these drinks, taking this, taking that, and just walking out because they know darn right well nothing's going to happen to them. They're not going to go to jail. They're not going to get nothing's going to happen to them. And this is what, yeah, this is, I'm not saying bring this back, but I'm just saying there's a reason why in other countries people don't steal is the this it's true though it's because they used to chop people's hands off and chop their fingers off if, if you got caught stealing i mean i guarantee you you would never steal something something if you knew that you could lose your hand like you know versus san francisco says oh yeah we're not going to arrest you if you steal less than 500 dollars yeah if, if you're just going to slap my wrist i'm not going to get in trouble you know more than likely i would feel more compelled to go steal stuff rather than buy it you know, versus like, hey, if you steal a pack of gum, dude, they're going to chop your finger off. Like, hey, I'm not going to steal a pack of gum. You know, and it's because you're tougher on crime. And politicians in all these major cities 
um, are not tough on crime. They allow this stuff to go on. Yeah. So how, how have we not, um, uh, how have we not, you know, I don't know how I'm trying to think of the right words to say, I don't want to say like rise up against them, you know, but it's like, we, we literally sat there in 2020 was spent like with so much protest in 2016, all these protests. Cause you didn't want somebody running, running for office, all this other stuff. Now we're sitting here and we have an issue from the top all the way down. And it's not just one side. It's both sides. It's, it's a lot of people on both sides of the aisle. Right. And you know, when it comes to, uh, the economy we have bank yeah we you know, we have banks that are you know going under a uh, very scary time you know when it comes economically we have super high interest rates on houses we you know it it, it, it you know grocery shopping I, i've told this before i've always we, me me and my wife are you know creatures of habit and we we do the same thing like every week you know when we go grocery shopping we have a, a saved list well, we go shopping at like Rayleigh's or Target. We have a saved list. And we order like the same thing every single week. Like we literally just go order the same thing from last week. We know we have it in that one order. We'll have enough food for the whole next week. And we'll just order the same thing the next week. Might change a couple of things up here and there, but we know how much it costs every week. Like gro- we know groceries every week for me, my wife and our four kids for the longest time was costing us 150 to $180, you know, as long as it stays below 200, we're happy to, you know, that's, that's enough food for six people. The same exact order now is costing us like 230, 240. And that's without adding anything, you know, and dude, that, that doesn't seem like it's that big of a jump, but you're adding an extra 50 to $75 a week per month. Yeah. That don't get you very far. And, you know, and then, and then here we are. Now we have the fridge breaking. We have, lawnmower breaking we have all this stuff breaking it's like this is getting too much to handle this is this is this is highly a highly stressful situation um you know but imagine other people who are less fortunate than myself and how bad they're struggling to feed their families right and there's no answer in sight you know other than like oh yeah we knew inflation was happening we'll get through it don't worry guys you know just just start for right now we'll deal with it later you know, and then using it as a political weapon to blame it on so-and-so, blame it on so-and-so, you know, rather than what is the solution? What are we going to do to fix this? Right. Um, you know, but we had, yeah, we, you know, there's so we're just bleeding everywhere in politics right now. Uh, when it comes to COVID, you know, COVID should be done, gone, not talked about. No one gives a crap. You know, it, it, it should be over in my opinion, over. Who cares? I don't care about COVID. Do not give a crap. Like it doesn't scare me in the least. I don't care if you even have COVID and you're around me. I don't give a crap if you're vaccinated, if you're boosted. I don't, it doesn't, it did back to normal. I don't know why we're still trying to push this thing when, you know, and then, you know, and then on top of that, we find out that the last two years, your biggest political weapon, January 6th, you just if you haven't seen them yet go watch them for yourself they are the most you think about all the things that you were told about january 6th and then watch these videos of them basically opening doors for them and escorting them around the building and tell me that it's not 
it's not uh I don't want to say that's not true. I just want to say, tell me that you, you realize that they painted that totally different than what it was. They they made that seem like way worse than what it was. And you could tell they were literally taking advantage of the situation. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say, I'm not going to sit here and say that they set the whole thing up, uh, which like some people will do, because I just don't, I don't have proof of that. You know, so I'm not going to sit here and say it, but you cannot sit there and say that something's not right. You know, that's, that's where I get at. Like, you can't sit there and say like, hey, something's fishy here. You know, like why, why were Capitol Police asking for backup? And then you said no, you said no. And then all of a sudden the Capitol building gets stormed and you still weren't sending backup. Why do we have Capitol Police? Um, allowing them in the building, opening doors for them, and then laughing and joking with them while they're in the building. Like, that doesn't, you know, what's the reasoning for that? You know, the same way we found out about there's politicians lying, saying that the people were trying to break into their, their offices and this and that, when the funniest thing is their offices are literally down the street and you there's no way there's no way that anyone got into their offices it was all just a lie to make themselves seem like a heroic uh person that they were attacked and it did it's there's so much wrong with a lot of these stories um that we kept hearing about january 6 and you know now it's coming to light why are people not pissed off about it why are they not saying anything you know why are and part part of my issue, and here's my here's my answer to that person that asked the question. My personal opinion of why they're not pissed off is because nobody can admit when they're wrong nowadays. Nobody can admit when they're wrong. Nobody can ever uh, say, "Hey, you know, I was wrong on that one, dude." Like, you know, and then you know, maybe you know, if maybe go back to some of the people that you were saying stuff to and apologize. Like, dude, like, dude, during that time I was scared. I was nervous. I apologize and let bygones be bygones. Instead, people are so, you know, prideful and don't want to admit that they were wrong. That's what, that's one thing with me. If I'm wrong, I'll tell you, I've, I've said on the, on this podcast before, um, that I was wrong about certain stuff. I saw this and I got caught up in it emotionally. I was like, yo, I was pissed off. Then come to find out it wasn't true. And I'm like, yo, I was wrong, dude. Like that, that really wasn't true. And, you know, just accept it. Now, I'm not telling you guys what to believe, but go look for yourself, you know, but the reason why no one's getting pissed off and standing up right now is because they want to still believe. They still want to believe, you know, that they're right and, you know, they don't want to admit they're wrong. It's it's all pride, dude. And there's way too much pride in this world nowadays. Like, no, you know, the younger generation is, is in for a rude awakening one of these days. You know, I, I see how these kids are being taught and how, how they're being raised. And it does, in my opinion, as a parent, it doesn't look good. You know, one of the reasons why people keep asking why my kids are homeschooled. You're, you're seeing a lot of the reasons why they're homeschooled right now and what they're doing in schools and what they're teaching and what they're not teaching. Uh, you know, I make sure I, I know that my kids are growing up with the, the knowledge that I feel they need 
versus the confusion that they're trying to put in kids nowadays. You know, the way that they do just schooling in general. So, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I, I don't know about calling it a protest, but I mean, I, 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 I would like to see more people on social media, like, posting as much as they were posting during the pandemic about other people and how stupid they are and selfish. I would love to see people like make a comment about that. And I, and I, I don't hold grudges or anything, but I would love to see a couple people I can think of, you know, send me a tweet and say, Hey man, I know I said some rude stuff to you on Twitter in 2020, you know, after now we know what we know now or what it seems like now. I just want to apologize. You know, I'm just saying, I mean, I'll take one. I'll take an apology, you know, from a couple of people that were really nasty to me. I mean, they were real. I got some, some people in the community on, you know, on, on kind of a mixer more at the time that we were all on Twitch again, but no, I, I got some really nasty messages for some of the stuff that I was saying. And then I was told I'm not a scientist and what do you know about this and blah, 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 blah. Well, Apparently what I said all those years ago and now seems to be coming true. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and say it is true. You know, I'm just saying it's kind of leaning my way, buddy. <laughs> I really don't care though. You know, I would, I would honestly, I, am I, and I'm going to, I'm going to give you guys, this, I'm going to leave you guys with this advice. Um, a lot of people have been talking about, you know, wanting apologies and this and that. I wouldn't forgive them and all, you know, that's a big thing. Uh, I was watching somebody's podcast the other day. Um, would you forgive if someone apologized to you for the stuff that they said to you in 2020? Would you accept it or you would you tell them to basically F off? Um, my exact answer to everybody, is, this is just my own personal advice that I think I would give and people are going to be, people are going to be kind of like, you know, Kind of shocked that I'm gonna say this, but dude, we need you. Know, you need to accept the apology and and forgive and forget. That's my that's my personal opinion. I do agree that there was a lot said. Um, um, there's a lot of mending to do uh, between the people, but the thing is, if I can go back and I can look and see exactly, um see exactly you know what they were seeing and how they were basically being pushed to be scared and all this other stuff i don't blame them for feeling the way that they felt the fact that they that if they're willing to step up and apologize for the things that they said and stuff like that accept it move on i mean if obviously they that you matter to them that they they don't want you to be mad at them or whatever but um I don't agree with the the whole movement right now going on that I was seeing on social media of f them. I don't apologize. Yeah, I don't accept no apology for that. I'm gonna shove it in your face. And I'm like, dude, that's just that's just childish stuff, dude. That, that's just childish. If, if this person was your friend at one point, you guys had like a bad falling out because of this whole entire situation. It's not worth it, dude. Just just accept the apology. Have the conversation. Tell them what you liked, didn't like. But at the end of the day. You know, they were still man enough to apologize. So I, I can't, I can't remember what the hashtag was for that. Like never apologize or something like that or never. 
never forget uh something like that but it was all full of people telling their stories that they won't forgive anybody blah 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 hey man that was a time that we never went through before and people were scared they were they were just sitting at home all day watching netflix and twitter and anything twitter told them was the truth so i i mean i can see why you everyone was scared um it sucks but the only way to move past is by literally moving past like just let it go like i'd be back on so yeah uh that's all i got for you guys today man i mean we we went over an hour i i mean i had no other than that one article i wanted to read you guys because i want to make sure you guys knew exactly like what they're saying they're not confirming it came from this lab but they are leaning towards it did come from this lab um it's one of the things where i i i didn't have a plan i just i knew that I, there's parts that i rambled and repeated myself but i just i had to get some of that off my chest so i appreciate you guys listening hopefully we get uh flagged again on spotify for you know COVID 19 misinformation that'd be fun it's been a while I mean, I've, I've actually, I've been enjoying not talking about that subject, but it's recently come up and some of you guys have sent it to me. I greatly appreciate it. Um, if you're still here, uh, two quick favors I have, I, I would like to ask of you guys, uh, make sure you follow on TikTok. If you have a TikTok, we're trying to get to 3000 followers. If you, if you have buddies that, that are on TikTok, make sure you tell them to go follow me at Glock nine G L O C K N nine N E and then F B. FB is in football is what the at is on TikTok. Uh, we're also trying to hit affiliate on Kick. Kick, you only need seventy five followers. Not too bad. I don't care if anyone watches over there or not. But if you guys would be so kind to make an account and go follow on Kick, it's Kick K I C K dot com slash Glock nine G L O C K N nine N E. We're trying to grow those two platforms. I greatly appreciate it if you guys can help us out. Um, that's all for me today, guys. You can find this podcast on all major podcast platforms such as Spotify, Apple, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and many more. If any of those platforms uh, that you are using has a rating button, I would greatly appreciate if you leave us a fair and honest review. I don't care if it's a one-star because you hate me or a five-star because you love me. Just any any rating is awesome. Or if you guys are on Pandora, thumbs up is always great as well. Um, yeah. Until next time, guys. Stay safe. Stay blessed. And I'll see you on the next episode. Peace.